Hey everyone, and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show. And in this episode, we are returning to a franchise that we've been working through over the last few months because the new one's coming out in, in September. Uh, that is uh, The Predator. So we've done Predator, we've done Predator 2, we've done Alien vs. Predator, which leads us to Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Or AVPR, as the poster's uh, showing me here. It's a hell of an acronym, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I did see this um, back when it came out. You know, not in the theatres, I saw it at home. Home release, yes. because you didn't want to pay for it in the theatres. I guess, like, I mean, I don't know. Because I want to set this up, right? So we'll start spoiler-free as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we get to spoilers in the middle. But I want to set this up. I want, I want to give you context for where I was before this came out. It's all right, because I want to give you some context for how I viewed it today. Oh, God. <laughs> so, AVP was not very good. It wasn't the, the, a complete abomination by any means, but it was pretty mediocre and pretty shitty characters. A pale comparison to, to any of the previous films in either franchise. It was PG-13. They announced the next one was going to be R-rated. It's like, oh, we get a pred-alien as set up in the last film. Okay, that could be fun. It's going to be set present day on Earth and in a, in a regular town. Okay. And it's going to involve one solo predator coming to hunt down the pred alien in this town. All of that sounds good. All of it's like, yeah, this, this, this sounds exactly the sort of concept I want in a, an alien predator movie. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I can only pinpoint the, the, the in the chain where the failure came. I can pinpoint it to the hiring of the directors, the pair of directors who are directed, who are sorry, credited as the Brothers Strauss, not the Strauss brothers, the Brothers Strauss. That is pretentious. So right away, I think these guys are a pair of assholes. Yeah. Right? Now, I don't, I don't know if I knew that when I went to see it, of course. Like, uh, that's just, uh, you know. And it's worth mentioning, I'm just going to look up their other directing credits. Um... Yeah, so the only film they did after this was a film I did not see, but I did hear was equally, if not equally terrible, if not worse, was Skyline, which was the film that ripped off Battle LA, but they rushed it so it came out before Battle LA, and they actually worked in the visual effects of uh, of uh, some various movies. I think it was one of the visual effects artists. I don't know if it was them specifically, but I think it was one of the visual effects guys who like leaked all of the Battle LA stuff to them or to the, to the studio so they could quickly do a little cash grab. Right. Um, I heard it was terrible. I never saw it. But, yeah, they're, they're typically people who work in effects. They are not traditionally directors. Right, okay. So, that's them. So, I mean, let's not beat around the bush here. This movie is absolutely atrocious. And we're going to get into this. And I'm going to assume that Connor also did not like it. Yeah, yeah. I want to give some, some context here. And I know you're not going to like this for 20 seconds, but watching this today... No, no, I'm, I'm giving this context, especially okay. for the people who are on YouTube, for this is a, a week later for them. Okay, okay. This this was the day of, of the, the first England knockout game in the World Cup. And I watched that, and England haven't got, gone through a knockout game in like 12 years. And it went to penalties, and England have never won at penalties at the World Cup, ever. And England won, and they got through. So I was, you know, I was pretty elated. Adrenaline was pumping. And then I had to come and watch this. 
Good. That adrenaline turned to rage. I am angry that I had to watch this and ruin what was a pretty good night up till that point. So here's so here's the first thing I want to say about this that I think is truly impressive. Somehow the scenes that are set during the day look really dark and underexposed. Like they look cheap somehow. They look cheap, but I think more. Imp- I mean, lots of films look cheap. Yeah, but. I, I I didn't feel like it with with what I assume had a reasonable budget and I, I like how do you make this look that cheap? But here's the thing, they're underexposed. This the shot for some reason they tried to make the daytime scenes. They're, they're out in broad daylight. It's clearly a sunny day, but they have just manipulated the settings on the camera or in post to make it look as dark as possible. It looks really weird and stupid. It it looks ugly. Yeah. Right. It definitely does. Every scene. And Connor's holding in hiccups and making weird noises. Uh, so, like, there's scenes early on where, the, you know, it's broad daylight, there's a guy delivering a pizza, and it just looks so murky and muddy. And It, it doesn't look like ugly. night. It no, just, it's, it it's not day for weird. night. It's not that. It's, it's different than that. But it, it's like, I can't even describe it. It just underexposed is the best way I can I can. Do you, can do you know what the effect of it is? is? You know when you wear, like, sunglasses or, like, you know, you know like when you wear 3D glasses in a cinema? And uh-huh. everything kind of just dulls. I guess it's, it's like they've kind just, of that. They've turned the brightness down. It's it's really weird. I, it's it's just ugly. So even if you're watching it, and because I think when this came out, it would have been SD when I saw it. I mean, HD existed, but I think this was before I made the jump. So I think this was SD. I watched it on. Even watching it now in 1080p, it's like, I because this is the thing when stuff really gets going in the last third of the movie, like the actual like you know predator alien fighting and stuff, you can barely see any of it. It, it takes yeah. place in the dark, and it's so underexposed, and the, you the, you get flashes of lights, basically. Yeah, like it's you can barely tell what's going on, and that just gets worse as the movie goes. So when we actually get to the fighting stuff, we can't even talk about whether or not the fighting's good. I mean, it's bad because you can't see it, but for all we know, the choreography underneath that that could be great. It could have been phenomenal for all we know. <laughs> but we can't see shit. No. It's, it's, it's muddy and dark. Could have, could have done with some of that, you know, Predator infrared vision. Yep. 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 Um, we 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 have we have uh, some fantastic characters. Of course, they usher us through this this journey, this cinematic journey. Uh, we have generic guy who just got out of prison. Uh, you know, Mick Whitey or whatever we call him. He I I can't remember any characters' names. If you think I'm going to remember a single character name, you're 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 crazy. I remember one because they said it about a million times. Do you know what this is? This is like um. It's like a really bad CW cast, is what they cast in this movie. It is, isn't it? Because this guy who is meant to just be back from three years at prison just looks like such a baby face, and it just doesn't work. And then his little brother has got a crush on the, the, the girl at this, this house that he's delivering pizza to. Jess. Uh, Jess, there the you go. The only name I remember, because they kept saying it. And, you know, her her boyfriend beats him up and throws his keys down the drain or whatever, and he's ready to go with the bat but it turns out his big brother is the, the guy who just got out of prison and he's like there and he's like oh, don't don't ruin your life I'll help you look for your keys and it's, 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 maybe that's Bond and that's basically their entire plot that's basically their entire yeah arc. I don't know why any of these people exist uh, no one really has much to do they just kind of all exist and again like I like this kind of setup and and, and, a, and a better done movie where you've got a town full of characters so you have an ensemble of all these different people and they it's have like to do something but it's like they like they said, okay, so this is this person, this is this person, but then 
nothing really happens with any of them other than just you know, other than just running and like the, yeah. There's there's a scene with the the girl. You know, she's like, hey, come come swimming tonight. So then she strips off for, for, into into a swimsuit. It's like, hey, you like what you see? And that's it. Like, what, what what's the point of this? this? This isn't doing anything. This doesn't go anywhere. Their entire relationship hinges around the fact that she said, oh, you always look at me in class. And he's like, no, the clock's behind you. And then when she strips down in the swimming pool, she says, and there's a clock behind her. It's like, oh, so tell me, are you looking at the clock? And I'm like, that's their entire relationship. Is that that two exchanges? It is, yeah. That's it. That's the entire thing. And she also can't act. A lot of these people can't act. Oh, yeah. She was especially bad, though. Um, ex-prison guy, ex-con, he's, he's also pretty bad at the acting. Uh, a lot of bad actors. And then, of course, but here, this is the thing, though. This is all set up because Prison Guy is supposed to be this movie's Dutch. His name, if I remember his name, because his name's Dallas, because that's meant to be like Dutch. It's a place beginning with D, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's the, he's the badass. In fact, not only does he have that name, he actually says the phrase, get to the chopper, at one point later oh, in the film. And it is so cringy. And then another character we're introduced to, uh, is this this marine who's just came back from from leave, right? Uh, maybe even the air force. Cause she, she, well, maybe not. She, she flies helicopters. She's got a helicopter's license, um, but she's back and she's got a whole thing where her daughter's like pissed at her because she's been gone. And you know, her husband's the only actor I recognise in the whole film is her husband because he was on True Blood. Um, oh, that's where I saw him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she she is clearly meant to be the Ripley because she's got a little girl that she's trying to protect. But it's it's so undercooked. Like, but but it, it doesn't do it. There's like three scenes of them together. Yeah, there's, like, there's hardly any of it there. It's just the idea that she's like... At the end, there's, there's meant to be a couple of lines from the little girl where it's clearly meant to be the Newt moments of her. Like, you know, kind of like how Newt would say, oh, they come out at night mostly or whatever. Like, and it's, it's meant to be like that kind of moment, but it's not. You know, it's, it's, it's when, feels like it's, it's trying to be a greatest hits, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's when she looks out the window and she sees a monster and they don't believe her. And it's like, there's monsters out there. It's meant to be like, sound like Newt. And yeah. by the end of the movie, Marine, girl, Marine Lady is in a tank top, kind of like Ripley. And at one point when she's driving a tank, kind of like the, uh, the, the, what was it called? The, the, the car thing from Aliens, you know, the, the, they go in. Yeah. Uh, uh, she, she turns around and says, everyone hold on. It's not a very memorable line, but Ripley did say that in the movie. <laughs> so it, Here's my question. So her and, uh, and the, 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 uh, the other one, the, the ex-con guy. Like, Dallas. I get, okay, they're, they're the, the parallels. I get what they're purpose in the movie is what it's supposed to be at least yeah i i it doesn't do it it's not very good but i understand what they were thinking because well, this is the thing i didn't even like start to like realize there were supposed to be these like the new versions of these characters until, until like, right near the end yeah it was like the last 30 minutes when it was, it was when she was like driving the tank i was like oh she's meant to be the ripley i get what they're doing uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all like the the high schoolers right what why are they in this movie? They are very... That's a very... I mean, I said it's a very bad CW cast, and it is. Everyone falls into that category, but it's also a very bad slasher movie cast. And... Yeah. Um, sh- they, like... Because they're just there. Like, characters get introduced and killed off almost, like, in the same scene or the next scene. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a scene where it's, like, we have the wife of a cop. We never met the cop until, like, he was in his death scene. And then we meet, like, her boss, who's a chef... And then That's he it, dies almost a, immediately. A, the guy goes. The first guy gets goes missing, as far as they're concerned. Yeah, there's like a, a husband and uh, uh, yeah, dad and a son who and go then, missing. So then start. they're out looking for them, and while they're out looking for them, he dies. Yes. 
And that's it. Like, his introduction was, oh, I should go look for this guy. Yes. And he dies. He's okay. Honestly, slasher movies, good slasher movies from the 80s have much better characters than this. But you actually care about them. There's enough of a characterization to actually make it work. But that's kind of what it's it's escalated into. Also, Marine Lady is uh, was on 24. I knew I recognized her from something. Um, ah, see, I don't know. What so, so, so I checked. Uh, so, two people I recognise from TV shows of this of this era um, is basically <laughs> where they're from. So, here, so here's some here's some things. Just again, sticking to spoiler free stuff just now. Um, I couldn't even tell you what I think of the Pred Alien design because it's always it. in pitch yeah. blackness. I can never see it. Yeah, you get the odd little glimpse or sense of it here or there, but you can tell what's supposed to be the money shot. And it's like, this is maybe the money shot where I see everything, but I can't see it. You can tell from the camera angle. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's pretty much it. Um, also, the face huggers don't even look yellow because it's everything's so dark. Uh, and on top of that, the chest bursting is the worst it's ever looked. There's no like build up to it. There's no like, oh, you can kind of see it like poking out a little bit and then it spots out. There's none of that. It's just popped. The entire chest just explodes, and it's a really bad-looking effect. Where the entire it's like this big physical crater almost in the chest. It just it has none of the nuance or the natural look to it that it usually does or used to have. Do you know, do you know something that really stuck out to me as well? Mm-hmm. I feel there was very little original music in this movie. No, it's I, funny. I, I picked out a lot of cues from Alien, Aliens, and and Predator. Yeah, it, there's definitely some stuff where they, they kind of like stitch them together and whatnot. What's funny is that the composer of this was Brian Tyler, who's been on to do a lot of great stuff. Clearly, this was like I, a. I like Brian Tyler yeah. as a rule. I, I think though he was probably directed to just like put themes from the. You use these cues. Yes. And they're all re-recorded. I can tell you that. Yes. So he'll have re redone certain arrangements of them to to use here. This was him putting in his uh, this was his rate rate of passage. You had to do some shit <laughs> before you could start doing this, proper stuff. This is this isn't even that. This is just, this is a paycheck. This is yeah, I'll do that for two weeks. That'll do. Well, it's a paycheck before he became like a big enough name that I knew who he was. Yeah. You know, this this is like early days paycheck. It is. This is yeah, that because this is you know, two two three weeks worth of work with with the. Uh, minimal amount of actual composition he, he's done there it's it's mostly just yeah. you know, re- i don't think that's his fault though i think he, that was a direct that was probably a direct oh oh yeah i'm not blaming him yeah uh, I, I wasn't gonna blame any composer because it's clearly that that's what they want in in the same way they wanted that you know they wanted and, the to, judge, they wanted and to be fair if i was making an alien predator movie it would be heavily filled with themes from from the past movies i don't think that you know, yeah, but you do variations upon right variations you, you absolutely. ideas and thematic points you don't just redo them Yes, I'll tell you this. I actually, obviously, we're not going to talk about it yet because we're still on spoiler free. But I actually, I'd remembered like one big thing from the ending, but I didn't remember a lot of it, um, and I was like surprised again. I was like, oh, I forgot about this a little bit, and I forgot about that, and that this happened. Uh, so uh, we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah, so they look the worst that they ever have. I mean, the predator himself looks fine. It looks like the predator, you know, as, and, as much as I can see him. Yeah, yeah, and like the. Again, conceptually, like the idea that he like finds like his fallen predators and he, he like takes some of their weapons, so he's dual wielding the laser cannons. I'm like, yeah. all right, okay, that's fun. Like if he's you know doing yeah, that, yeah. like that, that could be fun. Because um, arguably, the stuff that I'm looking forward to the most in this movie is when it's just the predator hunting alien. Like I, I mean, part of me almost wishes there were balls enough to do like a silent film where it was just the predator and alien. You you kind of wish there were no people. Right? Yeah, kind of like how uh, the first like twenty thirty minutes of Riddick. Uh, or what was the third one called? 
Oh god. What's the third one? Chronicles? No, that's the second one. That's the second one. Oh god, that's gonna bug the shit out of me. Oh, it was just Riddick. That's why I'm confused. It was just Riddick. That one just Riddick. That was just Riddick. Yeah. yeah. I thought like, that was the second one for some yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the first like twenty thirty minutes of that it's just him on his own and there's, there's this like alien dog and it's just all about him and this dog and he, he makes say a couple of things because he's, he's a human and he he'll mutter to himself but it's all visual it's all just like you know try to like like communicate with this alien thing and it's yeah. just, that's all it is and I almost like it could be on Earth because still have like background characters and stuff but I almost like wish like can I just have a movie that follows the predator and like have a silent protagonist and just understand things through the visuals and the context and. Like, that would take a lot of work. It would take a really inventive uh, writer and director to really pull that off. It'd be cool, though, wouldn't it? But it would be cool. Instead, we get the stunning plot lines of two brothers looking for keys, the jealous boyfriend who who wants to beat up the, the younger brother, the, the, the mother who's got problems with her daughter, and the sheriff who has an odd friendship with the ex-con who uh, is useless at his job. And that's yeah. that's it. that's the extent of the characterization. There's nothing more to it than that. Yeah, they they basically none of them need to exist for this movie. It also kind of flips who the main character feels like, like a couple of times. Like I would have said, the younger brother and the the, the, the girlfriend, the love interest. For the first like twenty thirty minutes. Yeah, they set them up as the main characters, and then by the end of the movie, that's not even close to the case. No, not at all. Uh, it's it's, it's really bizarre. I. It, it, it reeks of people who have watched other movies have went, oh, we can do this, and you know, knock out a script and direct it, and it just like, but it's not funny enough like the room where I can laugh at it and be like, oh, this is entertaining because it's so stupid. No, it's it's just bad. It's just really, really bad. And all of a sudden, Paul W. S. Anderson's film looks like a a dream. <laughs> I stand by my three that I gave it. Well, <laughs> that bodes well for this film score. Um, so I guess with that we'll we'll just we'll have the spoiler wall. Let's let's go let's go beyond. Let's be honest though. No one cares. Yeah, full spoilers. So the girlfriend, whose name I believe was Jessie. So after the whole swimming pool thing, she has nothing to do. She just stands around. Whenever there's a group shot, she's just kind of standing around and she's just there until she randomly just dies. Because again. For the first chunk, I thought she was like the second main character, and then uh, the predator and the alien are fighting. The predator alien and the alien and the predator are fighting in the hospital, and he throws his like his disc. You know, he's he's a he's he's sharp disc thing. He's discus, and the the predator alien dodges and it flies into her, and she gets like impaled up against the wall. It's just this random thing, and then the little brother gets so mad that he grabs a mach- the machine gun that he's got. He just starts firing at the predator and screaming like he's got a chance. You know, Arnie took days of prep to take down a pred and he thinks he's going to do it. Yeah. Like, this little yeah. runt thinks he's got a chance. Kid should have watched that movie. And I think that's one of the problems as well, is I get that the Predator, like, in the past he's been a villain, in the past he's hunting humans, but I would have thought, given that he's here to hunt a specific enemy, like the Pred alien, he's not here for the humans, I would almost think you would write it that he just ignores the humans. Like, he doesn't care. Like they're not, He's not there for them. Unless yeah, I, they attack him. Uh, yeah, if they attack him, fair enough. But, but and obviously he does here in this scene. But the movie's so murky where the predator will just kill like random cops and stuff when he encounters them. And it's like this doesn't jive to me. He's not like like under threat or anything. He's not hunting it's, them. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like because I've always thought of the predator as some you know they have honor. Like, and I feel like okay if it's, if it's not there for the sport of hunting the, the group that he's hunting, 
then if he's just there is essentially as a cop, as a cleanup crew to try and like stop the spread of the aliens, yeah, um, and fix their mistake because it's almost like a like a, a like a, a hero thing where, or not a hero thing, but you know, like a good thing where like oh shit, we've we've like this is our fault that I prey aliens on this planet. It's almost like he's here to protect Earth. Like he's almost here. Yeah, as, yeah. Oh no, we can't be responsible for this. This is not you know as as much as like someone may hunt deer, they don't actually want all the deer on the planet to get destroyed. <laughs> you know. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, oh no, this is our fault. We have to fix but this. You can't hunt them anymore, can you? It, well, exactly. Yeah. So maybe it's selfish in that sense. But still, again, I always thought of the predators having some honor, and this film just goes back and forth where he's just like killing things left and right for no reason. Yeah, I, I, I never want to watch this again. Yeah. Also, so the predator alien has this weird ability where it can impregnate women who are already pregnant, so they can have a litter of aliens. Yeah. Can someone explain this to me? I don't understand this. Why this this thing can do it? I'm pretty sure that's not how biology works. But what do I know? It sticks its you know its retractable mouth into the mouth of a pregnant woman, and then later on we see like like four little baby aliens coming out of it. It's like a, like I don't know if they're suggesting that this is how like predators mate. So it's like it's like you know adapted some of the predators' biology. Yeah, maybe. Or it's something the predators can do, but like I'm stretching there. I'm just you know trying to explain. Uh, yeah, it. I mean that that's the maybe the best you. Because it's only this one that can do it. It's not like the, the alien queen can do this or anything like that. that. That we've ever seen. Yeah, but it feels out of nowhere. It feels like it's just there for an excuse to have a lot more aliens. Even though we do have facehuggers running around, just have more facehuggers. Yeah. Because literally, you... the, the only reason why those facehuggers are even there is because the predator ship had three and a test and some test tubes. Just have ten test tubes. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you've already given a reason to have some there. It's yeah. Like, yeah, well, same reason will do. You've done it. It's it's not an offensive idea that in itself. Yeah. It's no, like, that's fair. Sure, you, you, you you wanted you wanted aliens. Makes sense. That's what the movie is. Hey, have some have some eggs and some test tubes as well. Have have a whole set. And, yeah, sure. Yeah, why there not? you go. I, I I wouldn't be anything wrong with that. I wouldn't bother me. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. And characters just kind of show up in scenes because it's time for them to be there at that scene. Yeah, yeah. None of the none of the characters have any motivation to do anything. They yeah. just, oh, I'm here now. Also, we we flip this switch to oh, the, the entire town is dangerous, and they all know how dangerous it is. Like almost scene to scene. Like it, there's there's no gradual build. It's like after it's a couple of people have died. Suddenly evacuation. Yeah, all of a sudden, like they're driving around and there's cars flipped, and there's like, okay, there's I know there's like a batch of aliens, but there's not that many. Where, like, because this is all taking place pretty much, you know, once we get to this point, it's all in one night, right? You know, there's yeah. like a day first, and then like the second night's where everything really happens, and it's just kind of like, okay, I, I didn't feel the build to this at all. We're just we've just cut to it. We're just here now. Yeah. Um, and at this point, obviously, uh, the, the girl's dad, uh, marine lady's husband, gets killed by the monster, <laughs> the alien outside the window. Just impales yes. them, and they have to have to run. They have to I run mean, for it. At least there's blood in this one. I can barely see it, but I. But, but I know there's blood. It's it's there is a, a a thick liquid coming out of things, splashing all over the screen. I'm like, well, I guess that's blood. Yeah, Joe. The funny thing is, like, the script is terrible, but let's say it looked good, right? Let's say it looked good, and everything was cool and fun and like exciting. Like, it may still be kind of enjoyable in a kind of crappy slasher movie where, okay, the characters are all garbage, but every time it gets cool to... Kills. Yeah, but every time it gets to the Predator and Alien, it's fun, right? But this just fundamentally fails in filmmaking. The but filmmaking it, it, is just garbage. 
it baffles me that you, you say these are visual effects people. How things look is what they're supposed to be good at. Like you, you, you're a visual effects. You want to show off your work, right? You want to be, hey, look, I did this. This looks great. Look at it. You, you don't want to hide it. Maybe they're they that ashamed of their work. Unless you're a shit visual effects person, and your entire thing is that you hide your crappy effects no, and shadows. That's it. That's it. They realized, oh, we're really shit at directed. Let's just hide it. Yeah. They're, they're like, let's put a filter on in post. Let's just throw it on and be like, you don't need to see this. Didn't work. It didn't, no. But I think, I think that might be what they tried to do. And there's a, so there's a point in the movie where, like, they, they call outside for help and, like, this, you know, secret government guy is like, oh, there's going to be, like, an airlift in the centre of town. And, the, you know, the sheriff's like, okay, we need to go there. And then Marine Lady's like, you know what, no, something's fishy about this. That's right in the middle of the town. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll want to contain this first. I think this is just, like, leading to our deaths. We should go to the, the hospital because the helicopter there. And basically there's, like, two cars. And, and, and the guy's like, hey, hang on, wouldn't the people in the hospital have taken the helicopter? Uh, we'll just hope they didn't. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily mean that so much. If the logic is, well, there's a chance there's a helicopter there. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, because know, the point is, is she thinks that that, that she, she firmly believes 100% there's no chance there's actually an airlift. Yeah. Right? So she's saying at least there's a chance the helicopter's still there. Um, and they're just taking that line out, to be honest, though, and not questioned it. Just, yeah, there's a helicopter, that's fine. Um, and so, so and we know that the aliens are at the hospital because they've been impregnating all the, the pregnant ladies, and they've started, you know, turning the hallways into the, you know, the alien style of hallways with all the, the ridges and stuff. But we know they do that. We've seen it in Aliens as well, where they do yeah. that to the previous place. So that's fine. And they come to the hospital, and they're obviously around. This is when Jesse gets killed, and we get to get to the chopper, uh, and you know, various. You know, he ends up picking up one of the, the Predator weapons, so he's using the Predator rifle, and there's you know, flying away in the helicopter. Actually, I actually got some. I actually just finished playing Resident Evil Three again yesterday, and of course I did. And that ends with like flying away from like the city being nuked. So oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So I was getting some weird like deja vu with that. Um, they kind of stole the ending though from Return of the Living Dead. If we're, if we're picking a movie, they ripped off with the with the nuke. Yeah. So the characters who so they, what I was getting to though is that they have this choice and there's two cars and the sheriff wants to go to the landing site and they want to go to the hospital. So it's like okay, everyone here has to make a choice. Everyone has to pick. Uh, yeah. This is when we get the character back who's the boss of the pizza boy. He's like, you know, the super supervisor. Yeah, the guy who makes him wear the hat. He's a bit of a chicken shit. Yeah, that's, that's a plot point. He makes him wear a hat. And then next time he's delivering pizza, he just puts the hat on. And it's, it's never brought up again. Yeah. It's never built to death. And it's never like a dramatic moment later on where he's where like maybe he punches him in the face and says, oh, screw your hat or something because he's just, like standing up for himself. It's just never mentioned again. It's like he makes a whole big eye and it's like, hey, you're only making me wear a hat because you, because someone made you wear a hat, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you can, you can do something with this. It's like, you know, the, the idea, of, you know, systems and cycles. Yeah, maybe, maybe he has to learn to understand why people do the things they do, why why you should play by the rules. But there's never any of this, doesn't it? Yeah, he just wears the hat. He goes, ah, screw it. All why of not? the stuff that the characters set up that the mother has to like rekindle a relationship with her daughter never really concludes. Never goes anywhere. Uh, the fact it's, that he it's has not a, even that it doesn't conclude. It doesn't actually start. It it presents the idea and then never does anything with it at all. I mean, like I'll, I'm going to give them a pass. I'm going to say no. The fact that they brought it up was them starting it. I'm going to give that a pass and say they started it. But it didn't do anything after that. Didn't didn't 
you know, continue it, didn't finish it. Uh, him having authority problems, the pizza boy, never gets brought up. The the whole romance with the, the girl is dropped completely after the swimming pool scene, is never brought up again, except for the fact that he's angry when she dies. But, you know, that's just, like, I mean, whatever. I, I think from context, they were friends before she got this boyfriend that was a dick yes. anyway. So he's probably going to be pretty angry that, that, his, that his friend died. Regardless but again, of it's something stuff. else to set up and start and don't do anything with after a certain point. Uh, yeah. The friendship between the sheriff and the ex-con, once they split up, it's like, well, we didn't really do anything with it. Like, because like, you think, oh, maybe the, the, the sheriff will, will maybe suspect, oh, this is happening because he's just came back to town. Maybe does he have something to do with this? And instead, it's just this awkward thing where he keeps like offering to go along with him. Oh, do you want some help, sheriff? I'll go with you. Yeah. Even though I'm not a cop and I'll just be sitting there uh, in my leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I, d- I don't know what, what what is the point of this movie. To make money because AVP made some money. Did they, uh, this one can't have done because there would have been another one. Uh, not enough. No, uh, that, that's this this basically destroyed the franchise until uh, Predators, which of course we'll be doing sometime soon. Uh, but that that is yeah, none of the characters that are set up, which are all thin to begin with. Let's let's, let's make that clear. They're all dirt thin to begin with. But, but there is set up. But none of it ever actually concludes in any kind of satisfying, like... Or even satisfying. Just forget satisfying. It just doesn't conclude. It doesn't conclude. There's, there's no payoff to any of it. There's no... Here's the resolution. Oh, here's where the daughter looks up to her mother and feels safe. Here's where uh, Pizza Boy says, okay, I have to listen to my big brother and do what he says. Here's where Big Brother... Uh, I mean, Big Brother doesn't really have like even a start of an arc. I, like, I don't even know oh, what they're trying to do with him. I have no idea. He's already had his arc. He became a better person in prison. He's already done. <laughs> That's his yeah. arc. Yeah. <laughs> already happened. <laughs> G- girl died. Girl died. Piece of supervisor died. And he has the whole thing. They say that he's a bit of a chicken shit, that he like, let people die and didn't do anything. And you think, oh, maybe that'll be his arc, that he'll be he'll have like a brave moment before he dies or something. Instead, no. He actually complains on the way to the hospital that, oh, let's not help anyone, let's just keep going. Let's, let's not, you know, he's still just as selfish and, like, chicken shit as he yeah. was before. I was like, okay, alright. This movie accomplishes nothing. Literally nothing with any character. There's no no, no resolution between the the, the, the the aliens and the Predator stuff because I can't see any of it. You can't see any of it, and then the, 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 the Predator doesn't win or lose, the town just gets nuked and it's over. Yeah. Look, that's it. There's no, there's no like, oh, the Predator finally achieved what he set out to do. It's just, no, the, the town is nuked and it's over. I think that they didn't want the Predator to seem like the hero, right? Because, you know, we're saying how he kind of is the hero. But he should either. have done that. that was, that's the premise no, of the freaking movie. No, no, I agree. <laughs> I'm saying, yo, know, that's the point. He comes as the hero to, to stop this getting out of hand. But it's like they went, you know, we, we know, we know what you, that's what you're doing there, but we don't actually want him to be the hero. And there's a moment, actually, he goes to the crash site of the previous ship, and he, he's looking over, and he actually he takes off his helmet, and or his mask, and picks off the, the, the dead Predator's mask, and he looks at the, the visor, because apparently this records some footage, so he, he looks at the footage of... Uh, Seems plausible enough. Yeah, it's fine, I, I'm not complaining about it. Um, but when he was doing this, like I, I actually thought I was giving them too much credit. I thought they were about to have like a, like a moment to make us care about him, where maybe this was a predator he knew. Like maybe this was the one from the last movie who had the little mark in his his helmet, you know, yeah, right? Okay. And yeah. I thought maybe he would take that and put that on because that's someone he knows, and we'd like, oh, there's a personal connection here. I was thinking, oh, that's how you do it in this scene. You make it clear that this was someone he cared about, and, and mm. his and his, you know, 
world. And it didn't do that. I was giving it far too much credit. Which, by the way, uh, did we see the Predator homeworld in this? When it I cu- think we did, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it just cu- it cuts to this Predator getting like, the signal that, that this has happened. And we see the ship leave the planet. And I'm like, oh, was that the Predator homeworld? That, this is the first time we see it. Is this one cutaway shot at the start of yeah, a shitty movie? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what that was. I mean, I guess you could say the signal went to something on the ship already and yeah. you know, he was off on another planet hunting and Possibly. then, oh, oh you know, I better go deal with that. But Regardless, I'm, I'm, I'm striking this from the uh, the canon. It's done. This is out of continuity. Yeah, yeah. No, First uh, one as well, while we're at it. <laughs> but this one especially. Yeah, so we have the, the final, so, so they escape in the helicopter, the few that survive. And we we find out the secret businessman, um, or the government guy, um, he's, he's got some of the predator tech. They've, they've they've gotten some of the weapons, and he's got it in a case, and he gives it to this this mysterious woman, and he's like, "Oh, th- that's not of this world, is it, Miss Yutani?" Because we got Wayland in the last one, so we got Yutani in this one, who eventually will merge into Wayland Yutani. Um, so, which I mean, let's say this is still in canon, right? That leads to some questions of like, Will and Yutani knows about predators like this entire time? They know there's alien life, which I guess they would because they, they were determined to they find. They were searching for alien. Yeah, life. they were searching for it, so that makes some sense. But um, I don't know. Screw that ending. I, I don't even have an opinion on the ending because I just don't care. It's just it's just there to be the the setup and connection it's, to it's the sequel bait. More movies. There ain't no ain't no sequels to this. Not really. No, it's not. But yeah, you know, that was the intention when they put it in. It was like, here next time. Instead, we we get we eventually got Predators. Apparently, like a third Predator movie, and we got Prometheus on the alien side. Um, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to uh, the Alien franchise eventually being taken away from Ridley Scott, and they just you know what? Let's just do an Alien movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Prometheus and uh, Covenant with both. Much, much better than, than both of these AVP movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, but... Like, I I mean, I hate Covenant for different reasons, obviously. Obviously, as a piece of filmmaking, it, it, it looks good. Like, you know, Ridley Scott's a director. It is objectively just better. Yes. Um, it's not even... I don't even think it's an awful movie. I think it's a bad alien movie, though, because it's, it's just not. He doesn't want to do alien movies. He wants to do AI movies, but it's still. I it's not like it's a bad guys. movie because by trying to shoehorn in all the alien stuff, it actually makes it a bad movie overall. Oh, that's fair. Because the last act is just here's a quick alien like movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so that didn't do that well. So hopefully Prometheus three is dead and buried, and we can just get a proper aliens movie in a little bit. Um, I'm still upset about that Neil Blomkamp with, with, with someone who wants to make an alien movie and yes, not exactly. an AI movie which is clearly what Ridley Scott wants to make I mean again I don't really need sequels to either of these franchises forever like they, they can just stop sure but if we're going to get alien movies I want alien movies otherwise <laughs> we'll make them good yes um, but yeah so Predators is next on the, on the franchise docket uh, so we'll get to that uh, probably next month or so um, which makes sense because that'll, that'll be in August and then we'll get the new one in September and that'll be fun, uh, hopefully so, it'll be better than this I, I am confident in saying The Predator will be better than this in the last movie yeah, I'm not super excited about about it because, you know, if, if you watched uh, that trailer talk recently you'll have you know, heard our opinions on it but yeah, it's, it's obviously going to be better than this yes, I'll be able to see what's going on for a start um, yeah I, I see more of the Predator in that trailer than I do in this movie. 
that that might be true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, not because he's not on screen, but because it's so goddamn dark. Again, yeah. fundamentals of filmmaking that even the worst movies usually can get right. Maybe not in a stylistic way. Maybe it doesn't look great, but they'll at least expose it so you can see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, in fact, we are better lit right now than this movie. That yeah yeah that's true. Which we should never be able to say. A professionally lit movie should always look better than what we do right now. Yeah, I I have a lamp, which is a very you know yellowy orange lamp. I don't even have which... a lamp. I've, I've got overhead lights. I'm not even they're not even in the right direction. Well, yeah, no, I I don't have the overhead lights on. I've literally got just a lamp in a dark room, which is why I've got a slightly you know, orangey glow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's the glow, sure. Yeah, it's not yeah, the gingerness. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's, it's none of this. Uh, no, no, none of this. It's it's the light. It's all the trick of the light. Yeah. Every every time you see me, it's a trick of the light. But <laughs> I'm not really ginger. I'm actually just, I've got dark hair. It's just you know, the light just always bounces in such a way. I look ginger. It, it does. It's just yeah. What can I say? Oh dear. Yeah. This this is a complete piece of shit. Pretty much from start to finish. There's a, I mean, there's, there's some conceptual things that I like, but the problem with the movie is that the execution in every step of the script and every step of how it's shot. Um, some of the effects and the design of some of this stuff is bad. Um, that's, I mean, that's kind of lowered down the problems. They just, I mean, if we're talking about what's bad conceptually, the, the weird pregnancy thing is like really bizarre and just out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't have too much problem with most of the design stuff because most of the designs are pretty much predator and alien. Designs. Oh, I'm thinking. I was mentioning the chestburster is redesigned and looks weird. Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah. The pred aliens kind of hard to tell. Looks a bit over overcomplicated. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to judge it though because I can't see yeah. it properly. Um, but like I say, and conceptually, other than the stupid birthing thing, like the idea of the movie and what the predator is doing, I like. But it's the it's the execution at every fundamental level is a complete disaster. It's yeah. I'm honestly surprised that the sound doesn't like have hiss on it and like yeah. I, I think crackles. That's the one thing I can compliment on a technical level is I can always hear what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, like it's 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 mixed correctly. Glowing praise. The sound is mixed okay. Glowing praise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, given that we're talking about that we can't see, I think I think the fact that I can hear is is kind of worth noting at this point. Hmm. That said, this makes it the perfect movie for you to star in. <laughs> very good. And the shadows. Yes. Yes. Very good. Um, I guess that's. I guess that's. Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Thank God it's done. It's done. Uh, let us know what you think of it in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, rate, rate it though. Uh, let's rate it out of 10. What are you giving it? Is this a 1? This might be a 1. Maybe a 1. Maybe a 1.5 at a push. I gave Birdemic a 1, so I'll give this a 1.5. Sure, 1.5 will be will be nice. I'll actually have a think about it. I give the room a one. Is this? I mean, obviously, I enjoy watching the room more, but objectively, if I'm looking at it objectively between this and the room, is the room actually a better film? Is these boring nothing characters are they worse than characters that are comically silly? Like the room is. What what is worse out of those I, two? I know this is gonna sound weird, but I can see what's happening in the room. 
you can see what's happening in the room. But they also use both a film and a HD camera because the director didn't know the difference and just used both. Yeah, and, and also, while I said, you know, the, the sound is very consistent in this movie, it, it's, it always works. Mm-hmm. In in the room, there are you know the dubbing is all over the place, so that is objectively worse. Yes, and it's got very repetitive with its music as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this is objectively a little bit better than the room. If only because it's got like an actual studio, having like you know backing it's, it with proper equipment yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's not much in it. There's not the fact that we're having this conversation at all tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. 1.5. Yeah. I'm landing on 1.5. One of the worst films we've done on Influx. I think it is by far the lowest that we've made. Maybe the the worst. I can't remember what else we've talked about. I I don't remember ever going below a 2 before. Yeah. Waterworld's better. Super Mario Bros. was better. Hell, compared to this, Super Mario Bros. is a treat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Stuff happens in that movie. And I can see it all. <laughs> that movie didn't make me angry. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so this is this is Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Uh, if you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You get some bonuses over there. You get these influx episodes a week early. You also get to uh, uh, you know see all the, the various shows we have. You get links to all the audio feeds. And, of course, there's more stuff. You get to vote in the $5 tier for a movie once a month, all that stuff. It's also worth mentioning, this: uh, we're, we're doing extra episodes this month to make up for some time that we missed over April and May. Um, so there should be this should be the first of two episodes this week. Uh, or the second of two episodes this week. I'm not actually sure. Well, we'll you haven't decided, it. have you? I haven't decided yet. Um, given that I mentioned this one, though, I should probably put this one up first just so they know, hey, that's why there's two this week and not just the other one. Yeah, I figured you were going to do it in the last one and then you just didn't. So I forgot. I like, hey, what can I say? What can I say? I, I but, thought it'll just be a nice surprise for them when a second one pops up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so that's Alien vs. Predator Requiem. It is a complete, total, and utter piece of shit. Um, I do not recommend it. Needless to say, but that is us. So get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates, and that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching movies, guys, and we'll see you next time.